like I've never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had to pay a lease. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside, huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. It come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counterparts On how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man
never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. 88. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man Put money in my mom's hand Get my daughter this college plan So she don't need no man Stay far from timid Only make moves when your heart's in it And live the free sky's the limit
me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. Become my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counterparts Or how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man yet again another edition of the notorious Hills podcast man and um yeah man this is uh episode 98 man this is your fourth of july edition of notorious unscripted man like i said this is episode 98 uh if this is your first time watching man you guys do not know how the show works every monday 
Braun here with Notorious Unscripted. Uh, right after Raw, normally after Raw, on, obviously we're on here a little bit today. I was pretty busy throughout the day. Um, yeah. But, um, normally right after Raw, and um, Friday we're on here at 4 p.m. Central with the news, man. So, um, yeah. Also, we are also live after the Big Four for WWE, Rumble, Mania, Money in the Bank, and SummerSlam, and the Big Five for AEW, Revolution, Double or Nothing, Forbidden Door, All Out, and Full Gear. We are live on here directly afterwards, man. Speaking of this past Saturday, if you guys didn't miss the Money in the Bank review, that is now up on all platforms for you guys. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and if you want to see it first, join us after the Big Four, like I said, for WWE, and the Big Five for... Um, uh AEW. So, yeah man, um also, if you guys have not got a chance to get your official Notorious Heels podcast merchandise, you can now get this live on bonfire.com. Um link is at the top of the description of this video. Uh on the left, you got the base Notorious Heels podcast logo design and on the right, you have the best kept secret to the IWC, uh the Riddler inspired IWC's best kept secret shirt, man. So, with that, Yes, man. If you guys have not got a chance to get get your hands on some Notorious Heels Podcast official merchandise, you can now get that link at the top, top of the description on bonfire.com, man. So, with that, yeah, man. What is going on to everybody in the chat? I hope you guys What's did enjoy up, our, uh, our, 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 our tribute to our American hero, man. The man that makes this day possible for us cody Rhodes, man cody so Rhodes, man. thank you yeah man i see we got durante in the chat we got larry how's it going bro we got What's up, guys? the mod father logan pn and we got yeah. rage she's here man how's it going rage thank you for stopping by um yeah man real quick real quick i guess this is mr durante mcdaniel's coronation hey. welcome to a part of the the mod crew with Mr. Hey, Logan PN, man. So, yeah, bro, thank you for your continuous support, man. And you definitely have earned it, man. You are on here with us the whole stream every time we come on. Oh, and you've hey, been bro. with us for a long-ass time now. So, um, in saying that, man, we want to just uh, say thank you. Uh, say thank you, man, and reward you with uh, the wrench. So, yeah, brother, thank you. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, man, just thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you for always, always showing up. Yeah, exactly, bro. Always um, always cracking jokes in chat. Always uh, asking us questions, man, and giving us some of your opinions, you know. Um, so, yeah, bro, thank you, man. We really appreciate it. And you are now officially a mod of the podcast, man. So, thank Hell you. Hell yeah, man. Thank uh, you. Durante, bro. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, man. Also, this is your first time watching. You guys do not know how this show or, or who we are here at the Notorious Heels Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man, Sergey here. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. Just been chilling out, man. Just had work today. It was a simultaneously hilarious but infuriating day. One of those. Um, had a chill weekend, bro. Just ain't do shit. Chill with some family, normalize the weekend, man. I've just been hanging out, man. And like always, man, Durante asks, how's life? How's family? And Raging Throw Gamer does ask, how are we doing? Everybody's asking, how are we doing? Doing good, man. I'm doing good. Family's doing good. What about you guys? What about you, bro? 
Yeah, bro. Um, yes, to answer you guys, uh, Rage and Durante. Durante, my bro, I'm doing good, man. Family's doing good. Uh, and also to answer Rage's question and everybody else who asked how we are, man. I am good. Um, I'm good. Uh, yeah, and no, I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling, man. Uh, uh, yeah, just hanging out with some family today. Uh, Fourth nice. Fourth uh, had the greatest comeback in Fourth of July party basketball history with hey. my boy Alex. So shout out to him. I told him I was gonna bring up our eighteen to four run. We were down fourteen to twenty four, and Dang. we came back and won thirty two to twenty eight. So hey. that is that going to live in the nuts. annals of. Um, 4th of July basketball, 4th of July party basketball game history, man. It's the greatest comeback um, from my out of shape ass that I ever gave. So that shit was a movie. <laughs> so I'm dead. Uh, yeah, bro. Um, yeah. Other than that, other than that, man. Uh, very special day. Um, can't forget to bring this up as well. Very special day, man. Obviously, uh, for anybody that knows me, knows that uh, today, the 4th of July is my late grandfather's birthday man um happy birthday man so yeah yeah man my my grandpops he uh you know he's not here with us anymore but he is missed um so dearly i believe Mm -hmm. it has been nine years um i just remember being really young i don't remember the year exact well i do know which year it either was i i do know it was either the fuck I do know it was either 2013 or 2014, but I'm gonna, I wanna say it's 2013 because I remember being pretty young. But um, yeah, man, so happy heavenly birthday to him, and uh, I miss you. Uh, I always will, and I always have, and never stop missing you. And, I, and in that same breath, never stop uh, missing you and um, loving you any less. So yes, happy heavenly birthday, and uh, yes, very special day for, uh, for me in that fact as well. Um, uh, I, I think I told you guys this last year, but the the day kind of has the double meaning for me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it is, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, um, it's very bittersweet day. Um, it, it's it's bitter in the fact that you miss him and stuff like that, but it's sweet in the fact that you know it's uh, just a day you get to reflect and remember because mm-hmm. we used to always go up to Lake Geneva for his birthday, man. So. Um, Hell, obviously yeah. we don't do that anymore. Um, but, uh, it just brings back those great memories and, uh, yeah, man. Uh, so to my grandpa, I love you and I miss you. I can't wait to see you again. Um, and yeah, so I hope you had a great, had great heavenly birthday and yeah, man. So with that, I did not want to forget to mention that. So Truly, man. yeah, man. So that was, that was the whole rundown for the day, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Blood and Guts, I guess we could start off with Blood and Guts, uh, I, I wasn't, I did not get the absolute pleasure of watching Monday Night Raw, but Sir K got the pleasure of watching Monday Night Raw, so today, uh, I'm gonna, um, <laughs> I'm gonna let you have the wheel, and, uh, letting people know what's up with Monday Night Raw nowadays, you gotta let us know what the streets are saying about Raw, and, uh, yeah. A pleasure. Good <laughs> Lord. You get a hint of it by Durante's comment of what happened. His latest chat? Yeah, yeah, the newest one. Question, did Goofy and Mickey Mouse show face at the fucking hot dog eating contest? Hot dog? 
Uh, oh, I seen the clip, man. If that, yeah. uh, was, that, was uh, it the gross clip? The one of Otis. You know, puking. Side note, I think Corey legitimately, or was it Corey? No, I don't think it was Corey. Who the fuck was it? It might have been Saxton. Somebody, it, it sounded like they were legitimately about to throw up themselves. Ugh. Did he actually <laughs> throw up? Or was it like... I think it's just like fake yeah. or something. Okay. Ugh. Disgusting. Disgusting, man. Fucking good old Vince. Literally, yeah. bro. Good old Vince. Uh, yes, but we're going to start it off with Blood and Guts. Dang, blood and Guts. So, yeah, right? Um, So, we start the show off with Orange Cassidy coming out to Plain mm. Jane. So, um, um, he finally got the song, um, the people, the people didn't pop any less, if that's no. what they were worried about, uh, they still got a huge reaction for the song, I'm a little indifferent on the song, I might, my feelings yeah. might change, my feelings it might change, will. The, yeah, what? the song might grow on me, but I really liked, Damn. Always. 10 o'clock. People never fail. My bad. Fucking dogs are fighting, bruh. Jesus Christ. Um, my bad, guys. My bad. Fucking... My bad. Okay. Never yes. Fail, so, so, Orange Cassidy... Orange Cassidy comes out to Plain Jane, and, um... <laughs> yeah, I seen Durante's comment. Oh yeah, my bad guys. I apologize. Fucking dogs fighting. Of course they start at uh Oh and there goes my humidifier to uh let everybody make everybody think I'm puffing up puffing up up here. Um yeah man. Oh, okay. Back to Jesus Christ, I hate fucking losing my train of thought. Okay. Show opens up, we got Orange Cassidy um coming out to plain Jane. <laughs> um yeah, unpopular opinion. I know a lot of people like the song. It didn't really do anything for me. Um, that that was just me though. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah, it really didn't. Um, no, it's just it re yeah. Just I like. Uh, mm -hmm, I like Pixies for him. No, Where is my mind? Um, I'm gonna miss that song for him. And yeah, it's mm, it's just. I don't know. Song, but... Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's not. It's it's not a bad song. I don't think it sucks or anything like that. But I, I just don't. I think there's somebody. I think there's other people on the roster that need that theme song change. Um, mm -hmm. Warlow. So, yes, he, dude. Just give him the fucking music. Just, just give, give him the damn song. I don't. I don't. I. I don't know, man. I, like. What's the fucking issue, bro? Like. Man, if I'm at that media scrum, I know it was. I think it was actually it was JD. JD had asked the question about Orange Cassidy's music. If I was in that media scrum, that would have been the first question I had. Genuinely, genuinely, genuinely. I would have liked to know. Like, I would have told Tony, like, you know, the fans wanted to see. Here we go on our War Pigs rant again. Um, Always, bro. The fans, failed. the fans wanted to see War Pigs, like. 
did you guys attempt at getting it? Did you even look at it? Can you please try to fucking look at it? Like, I would have had so many questions about it. Like, did you even try? Like, was it too expensive? Like, just let us know something. Because if if it is too expensive, just tell us that. And then, although it sucks, Bull Drop didn't want for it eventually. But if you don't tell us why, then we'll just keep wanting it. It's not that hard, bro. Yeah, man, it's... Uh... Oh, my. Like... Just melt your brain, man. It really does. I, I've been I've been losing my damn... I've been losing my damn mind about this shit for, like, the past two months. Just I'm give him more. Just give him more pigs, man. Just give him more pigs. He wasn't even on this show, actually, I don't think. Um, I don't think so. I think they gave, like, a little video package. I think, yeah. I think he had a face-to-face in the back with Sky. But other yeah, than that, that's what he had. Yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I mean, he's going to win the TNT title, and I don't know, man. I don't know. He's at a weird spot right now. He's at a very weird and challenging spot right now. Um, Doing weird stuff with him, man. Have him do weird matches. Having him have just a generic aura. None at all. It's like, dude, it's it's Warlord. Dude, cool shit. He's a cool guy. Yeah, and it's like... He had, like, during the feud with MJF, like, he had that. Exactly. He had it, and they lost you know? it. And it's like, how do you lose it, bro? It's not that hard to just get a song or a song that sounds like it mm-hmm. and just fucking make the guy look good. It ain't that hard, bro. Yeah, and they give him a theme song change to change the aura, and it sounds even more just generic. Generic as hell, bro. Like, yeah, it, it has no identity, man. It really has zero fucking identity. Um, just give him more pigs, bro. Just give him fucking more pigs. Bro. I seen, I seen some. Uh, what is it, man? I seen this. You know, I seen this fucking. <laughs> D-level movie uh, trailer for a movie that was exclusively going straight to Amazon Prime, and it had war pigs in the it had war pigs in the uh, in the trailer. If they can get it, version of the song, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and you just kind of hear like little hints of it. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the hell the movie's called, but if this D-level movie can have the song, buy the song. Like just, just get the rights, bro. Rent the rights. I don't fucking know. Put that shit on layaway. I don't fucking know. And just and honestly, get us the damn song. Honestly, bro. And, and like I said, uh, and like I said uh, a couple weeks ago, can you imagine the amount of attention that that man is going to warn himself coming out Having to a band as popular as Black Sabbath? Come on, they bro. are fucking so popular that's gonna catch you know, so many eyes a hundred percent like dude it's so beneficial to him it's oh, so yeah. beneficial to him it's so beneficial to the company it's just so it's beneficial just and, yeah and and the theme song is is the, the theme song is such an important part and i think the theme song as well as his booking has just added so much to mm-hmm. um added so much to kind of just the, the stunting of his booking i think yeah. i mean it's it just dropped 
Yeah, it really is. Like he, like you were just saying, he doesn't really. I really am. I'm. I'm not feeling that aura when I watch no. him anymore. Of just him being a badass. Like you know, I. I don't. I. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. No. Not that I don't, I don't see, see it. it. I do see it in him. And but feel. they're not. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just. Not, I'm not feeling it right now. I don't know what they got to do. I. Uh, I know he's building up. You know, revitalizing the TNT Championship, and it's like. That, that, that's definitely a huge piece to it, man. But the 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 theme song will just—it'll go such a long way. It really yeah. will. And it like really Larry will. says, he needs a serious storyline, not this fucking goofy ass lawyer shit, dude. Ain't no care about that goofy ass security guard you, lawyer shit. You can't go from MJF to Dan Lambert like. Like, Love Dan on, Lambert, bro. or not Dan Lambert, um, Mark Sterling. You just, like, it's just don't you just, it. yeah, and it's like, I know he was put in a tough spot because he was put in this feud with MJF. Mm-hmm. The night after Wardlow wins, uh, MJF does what he does, cuts one of the best promos I've ever listened to in my entire life, and I understand he was put in a tough spot. But you could have made it a little better for him. A little oh, better for him, man. man. Yeah, you did not have to throw Mark Sterling in there and just make it make it to where he's 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 in a, a comedy type storyline. It just it just didn't it didn't do it for it doesn't. It's not doing it for me. And his stuff with Sky is getting a little bit more serious. Which but means, um but like... it also there are mm-hmm. kind of goofier aspects to it like Dan Lambert getting Tyron Woodley and that other guy in the ring to go jump Wardlow like why 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 is that needed if you wanted a post MJF Wardlow feud you had it right behind MJF with Sean Spears that could have been a great serious feud of this and wanting to beat the shit out of each other like that could have been great or like Larry says uh, like a Wardlow versus Evil match at Forbidden Door or something. Give the like man that, a yeah. cool opponent. That'll be some cool shit. But they just don't even use him at the fan pay-per-view. Like, come on, bro. It's just, how, how do you fail? How do you fail with this man so hard that he's already feeling like that, man? It just don't make sense, man. No. No, it really doesn't. But, um, yeah, man. So Orange Cassidy comes out to new theme music. Um, he comes out to new theme music, man, and, uh, yeah, they're kind of giving the best friends a different vibe with, they came out with tie-dye track suits here, and still don't really find them interesting at all. I think Orange shines when he's doing single stuff. Orange shit. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, these guys as well, they just don't do it for me, man, but he beats Ethan Page here. They gave Ethan Page his uh, hometown match uh, in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, actually, loss. yeah, actually, um, Larry, man, how was how was the show? Mm-hmm. How was the show, man? How was the show? Um, Larry did say, um, MJ, uh, not MJF, the fuck, um, Orange Cassidy's song did sound good live. So I feel like it is one oh, of those nice. songs. Or once you hear it live, I feel like, once I hear it live, I feel like I'll like it. 
I never knew what the hell that meant until we went to take over in 2018. Oh, bro, I'm telling you. I never knew Those what the hell. Songs. Yeah, I never knew what the hell this song sounds better live meant. I didn't get that until you go there. And uh, mm -hmm. promos too hit different. Like when they're playing the they video really package, do. like promos sound cool as fuck over those expensive ass, you know, sound systems they have in those arenas. Um, oh, promos sound sick as fuck. Sound sick. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I never knew what that meant until we went to take over because I wasn't really too big on the War Raiders theme song when they first came into NXT. No. But once I heard their song live, I was like, dude, this shit is shit sick, man. Live, bro. Yeah. That shit went nuts live. Now, um, and that was when they were cool, too, so I was doing the war chant. Dang, oh, I missed that shit. We were lit as hell on the on the NXT uh, TV tapings. It wasn't even TakeOver. They weren't no, even on TakeOver. No, we were TV tapings. <laughs> yeah, we were all just marking out TV tapings. Literally, my voice was shot. And the show didn't even start yet. Oh, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you. Good Seriously. lord. Um, yeah, man. So he gets the win over Ethan Page. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty good match. It was a pretty good match, man. And, yeah, just, just a little uh, showcase, I guess, uh, for Orange Cassidy with the new song and Ethan Page because, uh, you know, it's his hometown. So they gave him the whole town, hometown match. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was, it was very good. It was very good. Um... Next, we have Christian Cage. This dude. Bro. This dude. <laughs> bro, a whole ass menace, bro. I love dude, it. I love it. It is Christian hilarious. Cage. He comes out to the stage, and he's doing the same thing with Tony Schiavone, where he's leaning down into the mic, oh, bending his down. knees like Kurt Angle. And, um, but it took him faster this time to just grab the fucking mic from his ass. Yes. So thank God. Yes. Um, he told Tony that, uh, you know, management wanted him to come out here and apologize to Jungle Boy for saying what he said about his father. And Christian Cage said that he felt really bad and that he wanted to apologize for not wishing that Jungle Boy's whole family isn't dead. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And, he's, this, and he said, uh, except your mom. And then yeah. talking about some call me. Bruh. Bro's a whole ass man. It's bruh. I love this heel Christian Cage, bro. Dude. Bro literally tell everything Edge thought he was. You thought you knew mm -hmm. this man. Bro. You think you know me? Anything for Edge tonight? Well, well, we'll get to that. Uh, they just, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> they just showed that Bray Wyatt package again. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, he says that he wishes that Jungle Boy's whole family was dead. Uh, and then he says, well, not your whole family. Uh, your mother um, can stay alive or your mother can... I don't want your mother to die. And then he, you know, no. puts the little phone up to his ear. Um, jeez, bro, what is this man? Um, and then, and then he talked about um how he requested a match and he's not in ring attire because he did not request the match for him. Camera pans out and 
we get this orange lighting with all this mm -hmm. smoke, all this smoke and all this fog, and all of a sudden you just hear like a the like a dinosaur noise, like a yeah. darker one, and then you just see Luchasaurus on the Tron Shit. as a blacked out black mask, jet black what? hair, black mm -hmm. uh, wrist. Uh, wrist gauntlets, black ring tights, all black. Mm -hmm. Luchasaurus comes walking out to the ring. Which, like, if somebody would have told me that this was going to happen with Luchasaurus, I don't wouldn't really know how to felt about it. Yeah. But just seeing it was like way cooler than I than I could have ever expected. I loved it, bro. I loved it. It looked sick. That shit was it... sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he is, um, my one con here. Not Tony. My one, um, negative here. Dude, I... This is just me. This is probably just me pet peeving. As Luchasaurus is leaving the ring after his match, Excalibur goes... It looks like Christian Cage has got him a huge insurance policy. Damn it. Dude, I hate when they fucking say that goddamn phrase. Dude, I hate I the phrase insurance policy. Hate the oh fucking God. insurance policy. Bro, wh what is fucking Luchasaurus? Fucking Geico is agent? He, is he fucking Allstate? You're not having this. Like, what the fuck, bro? I hate when they say that shit. I hate that insurance policy fucking line. Everybody they said it with AJ it. and Omo. They said they it with... Said it with fucking, dude, every big guy and normal guy. Insurance policy, bro. They said it with Grayson Waller and fucking... Satnam or... What? Sanga. Sanga. He was with Sanga. That's his name. Sanga, Sanga, whatever the hell what his name is. He fell off. That's what we dude, were talking about with NXT. Dude, I totally forgot that dude exists. They were pushing the hell out that man. He was he was supposed to be in Nexus Miz, right? <laughs> good lord. Yeah, that's not yeah. a that's not a good. Uh, yeah, it's not, that's a, not goal. a good compliment. Like, <laughs> well, but that's what no. they were like trying to fucking right. Present him that's as, what they were like, going for. Next yeah. Miz. But like, damn, bro, what happened, bro? Shit. That's crazy, bro. I just, yeah, I just remembered his ass. I'm telling Ooh. you, man. Genuinely, the only, only, when I watch NXT 2.0, the only thing I'm looking for, the only thing I'm, the only thing I'm getting excited about watching is Tony D'Angelo. Dude, that's the only Espe clips I'll click on. Especially the way... The gimmick is transforming. He was like this cheesy Italian guy who did all, who came out to did the ring, moving his hands, stuff. just doing like, you know, just generic yeah. Italian stereotypes. But man, the, the mafia and the Godfather were starting to see in him. The Tommy Angelo, we were starting to see the Don that we were starting to see in him, bro. My God, it is it is fantastic, bro. It is, and they're at least for his vignettes, they're really getting his music down. I, I'm loving it. He's great. Oh, I but love it, bro. That's, that's what we were talking about. 
Yeah, that's what we were talking about on last Unscripted with um, a lot of these guys in NXT. Like, a, a Grayson Waller is a great example. They build him up just like they did Joe Gacy and Braun Breaker, and now it feels mm-hmm. like everybody kind of just forgot about them. Literally, bro, everyone just forgets about these people. They make them so forgettable. They really do, man. Yeah. They, they really they just, do, man. They just stunt their, their, their momentum. You know, and you, we were saying this uh, last week on Unscripted, but like, you know, back in 2018, you would wait till you get to the main roster till you get your momentum stunted. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They would just treat you well all through NXT, but now you're getting your momentum stunted in NXT itself. So it's in like, NXT, bro. So there ain't no winning here, man. You can't yeah. even get over with the fans because you they can let you get over at any point. It's like... Bruh, just yeah. a terrible system, bro. It really is, man. But Luchasaurus looked fucking dope. Love the look, love the vibe, love the flames. That shit was heat, bro. Oh yeah. Intended. yeah, that shit was heat. <laughs> and I bet it was. Uh, Logan and Larry were talking about it in the comments, man. Yeah, they they said they hope that Luchasaurus moves away from the dinosaur thing. I think this is what this all is building, is. Not only the Luchasaurus move away from the dinosaur, but just the Jurassic Express evolution from this fun gimmick tag team. That was genuinely fun. Oh, just 100%. who they are as people. Jack Perry, I think he'll always go by Jungle Boy as a little nickname. Just because yeah. that's oh, yeah. his vibe and look. But Jack, Jungle there, you Boy, could tell Perry. they're moving away totally from that. that. Oh, yeah. But you could tell that they're just, they think their goal is to move away from it. As a gimmick and as a overall character, which I think, I'm down for. Yeah, because uh, notice when Jungle Boy first came into AEW, he didn't talk. He was like, mm-hmm. that was the whole just, thing. He was that was talk. that was his, yeah, that was his gimmick. Like he he just kind of gave off the vibe that he grew up in the wild and was fucking raised by dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? And you know, obviously. Dinosaurs don't speak English, so he didn't know how to talk. But if you notice Ray W, not only did they give him the microphone, but they uh, they started calling him Jack Perry as well. Mm-hmm. They started calling him Jungle Boy Jack, Jungle Jungle Boy Jack Perry. You know Jack Jack Perry. You know they they just at Jungle Jungle Boy Jung, or Jack Jungle Boy Perry. You know they started using all those iterations of his yeah. name. And they just started implementing the Jack Perry into it. And, um, you know, it it slowly uh, slowly has evolved to where I think we're headed now. Um, And this this storytelling here with uh, adding Luchasaurus to Christian Cage's act is... uh, I, I think... I think I think it would be really cool for Christian to kind of do something that um something that Edge was trying, trying to, do. to do. Yeah. You know, um he builds this team off of guys that have potential just aren't there yet and he just molds them into mm-hmm. something great. And yeah, I think that mm-hmm. Edge tried to do that, but he was in WWE, so they had other plans for that. Exactly. But with Christian, exactly. it can genuinely go happen because he can genuinely just ask TK to put these guys in his group, 
you can just say yeah and then they'll just train with christian and just learn from the guy <clears throat> they won't have a set of writers giving him shit to do he can actually do what he says on yeah. tv and teach these guys and change them which i really like uh, yeah dude, every time i think about this whole christian thing i just feel so bad for edge Bro would be bro would I'm, be so AEW right now. I'm I'm starting to get to that point with Edge where I'm mm-hmm. kind of starting to feel bad for him. Oh, 100. Him him and Seth, man, I just feel bad for those two. They Me they're too. worth so much more than that company sees them as. Yeah. You think you know me? Are you <laughs> gonna say that to Vince? <laughs> you um, did just sign the AEW contract. No, man, I, I think this could be a great opportunity for Christian to lead, you know, a mm-hmm. faction like this. And I also think this is going to be really, really cool storytelling for when uh, Jungle Boy gets back. Oh, bro. Because his, his dinosaur has uh, turned against him. So Loved it's going it, to be sick, man. It's going to be sick. Truly. Um, yeah, man. So, yes. Luchasaurus had a quick squash match, and yeah, he um, that was that was pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. nothing too much, but a lot to talk about there. Um, with the possibilities of this new gimmick, and I do think if Christian does form uh, <clears throat> does form some kind of faction, I do definitely see Christian taking that mask off of him. Oh, hundred um, percent. I think we could get to a point where he, you know, quote unquote, brainwashes him enough to the point where, you know, he's, uh, you know, made him, you know, go, go rogue. Um, <laughs> he's made him, he's made him go to the other side pretty much. Hey. And, um, I think we can get to a point where he brainwashes him enough to, um, get him to take the mask off and you know so. have him be a human. So, you know, um I can't remember what his name was. Ju- something Devlin or Judas Devlin or something like that. Could be wrong. And who um, knows? I have a weird feeling, but it kind of one I feel like is cool. I feel like Luchasaurus when he stunned with the dinosaur thing, I th- think he might pick up a new type of mask, not like a demon mask like a mm-hmm. fucking lucha mask or an animal mask but like you know what kane is just a cool guy in a mask and he used to fucking be but i think that's what and i would actually really like that if that's what luchasaurus changed into because i would like i would like that it's very old school and luchasaurus i feel like can make it work in this day and age well, Judas Devlin was his WWE name. Oh, um, yeah. So that's just a name they gave his, gave his ass. His real name is Austin <laughs> Maddelson. God, guys, it's Austin. Yeah, he, he ain't going by that. Um, <laughs> ain't no fucking way, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what he can exactly go by, but that's just to uh, wait and be seen, man. But, yes, I do think we will get to Bulk. a point where... He, ta- he takes the mask off, um, or like Sir Chase said, we might even get to a point where he gets a new mask that's mm-hmm. not a dinosaur. Um, oh, shit. I thought you put in the comments that Evil Uno 
uh, Anna Jay and John Silver and 10 left. I was like, oh, damn. They really gave up on that group. Oh, okay. I see. Alex Reynolds isn't? Yeah. Where is he, man? That's true. Because Larry says here, Evil Uno, Anna Jay, John Silver, and 10. That's all that's left. I'm going to skim over BT, see if that dude was on it. See if Alex Reynolds were on it, was on it. That's the saddest way to know if the if the, if a Dark Order member is still in the company from BT. Let me see, <clears throat> dude. I haven't seen that motherfucker in a minute. <clears throat> Maybe it's because I don't watch BT. <clears throat> well, the last time he tweeted what, about AEW was. Just telling everybody to watch Dark. So I think he's still there, too. Damn. Probably not for long. Evil Uno tweets out on June 29th. June 29th. Dark Order is not dead. Yep. Where the fuck have you been since fucking Brody yeah. Lee passed? Literally, bro. What the that hell? group died a miserable death. Oh, uh, and then you hear about Alan, Alan Angels? Yes. Yeah. Bros in Impact. Oh, I did not. Fuck. <laughs> I thought you were talking about him leaving. Jesus. No. No, yeah, bro's an impact now. Goddamn, poor soul. To mama go prove myself does the opposite. My man's, you know, he's got to, uh, it's the one and only place to prove it. Yeah, they're in, you know, the, the land where you can destroy your narrative. Um,. <laughs> Danhausen. Uh, that makes sense. I could, I could, think, I could see that Alex Reynolds being paid per appearance just to uh, make dark. That's money. what I could see. That's it. what that's what they tried to do with um. Alan Angels and he Alan said Angels. no. And he said no. Yeah. Reynolds probably said he added that. I could see that. And they do have a thing for break, just getting rid of the one member of the tag team. <clears throat> So, Damn. I can see that happening. Yeah, man. So, uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh. Um, the acclaimed and the ass boys, um, are, it's Max Caster and the ass boys versus, uh, Danhausen. So, this was probably Logan's favorite part of the show. Danhausen. Mm -hmm. And mystery partners. Now, who were the mystery partners after a pay-per-view? Was it a debuting team of some sorts? No, but it was still very, uh, very cool team, um, team. FTR, I believe they called them FTR Housing. So, yes, FTR came out, man, with the uh, with all three of their belts wrestled this match they won it uh afterwards we got some uh we got some um a heated exchange between uh the acclaimed and the ass boys uh mm -hmm. billy gunn was trying to break it up his sons were being dicks so he pushed austin austin and colton got out of the ring and walked away on their dad as their dad stood there with the acclaimed i don't know where this is going i don't know what we're trying to accomplish here um but 
I don't want to see Billy with the um I don't want to see Billy with the acclaimed if that's what they're getting at. Um it's just weird. Um but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It should be uh it should be interesting to see where we go here, but definitely man. One way or another, we got to we got to break this shit up. I think that's what they're doing. What I could see is Billy just you know, picking the side of the acclaimed just to sort of them in the end and just beat the hell out of them. Because, you know, they might want to turn the claim baby face if they're not that already. Because um, they did turn on Paul White. Yeah, Paul White and the Acclaim versus oh, the ass family. Dude, that shit would be heat. You know, status party is like, yeah, fucking shit happening. Long-term booking. Long-term booking, bro. True, you know, they man. turned on Paul White last September. Almost a year to the date. Paul Out never sense. forgets. Uh, no, we have not seen him since All Out. <laughs> I don't know why he was on All Out, but yeah, anyway. Me. But, yeah, it's interesting. We'll see how that shit plays out. No matter what, it's kind of weird. Yeah, man. Um, Next, we have Jade Cargill versus uh, Layla Gray, I think her name was. I think that was her name. Um... Just a quick match. Jay becomes like 34 and 0 or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, she only has one baddie because Red Velvet is gone. Yeah. So, Stokely goes to talk. Studden goes to talk. And Jade grabs a mic from him, tells him to get her some real competition, hands the mic back to him. Stokely goes to talk again. And Athena and Chris Statlander come out and start run into the ring they start to beat up uh they start beating them up they start beating them up um Hogan and Cargill um with Athena <sighs> being the one to go after Jade mm-hmm. uh so that happens um and then Layla Gray helps Jade and Kara Hogan get the upper hand on these two. So it looks like she could be the newest baddie. I could see them doing that because if that's the case, I mean, probably uh, Red Velvet might be out for a minute. So it's curious, man. Who knows, man, but who fucking knows, bruh. Good Lord. It's DBS title, bruh. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah, man. So, so, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much it for the first hour, man. And then the second hour consisted of all, all a whole TV hour of blood and guts. Man, oh man, was that shit heat? So, we get, uh. Sammy Guevara, um, and Claudio starting the match. I believe, yeah, it was Sammy. Yeah, it was Sammy. Mm -hmm. Um, dude, Sammy did this spot in the match where he was jumping all over the fucking ropes. That shit was sick. Uh, That shit was, that shit was sick as hell. Bro was marking out. Yeah, Sammy was, uh, a lot less annoying in this match. 
He felt like um, actual Sammy in this match, which was fun. Yep, and, and that is the Sammy like we it. need if exactly. you want this to work with putting him in the Jericho Appreciation Society. See, Ty with him in a situation like this isn't that bad. No. But it's just how they've been used up until this point. Exactly. It just makes the pairing so nauseating. But honestly, she wasn't that bad in this either. She kind of just sat outside, kept checking on helped. Sammy, uh, tried to help him cheat at one point. Um, you know, just, just you know, cheat. not sticking her tongue down his throat, just helping him, trying to cheat, just being heels. Like, you know, I mean, she she's did help him cheat. Shit. You know, she's just doing that again. So, you know, it's, it's like, you know, they're no strangers to this. You know you all two together, so good, like, just calm me down with those two, man, but that's right, the Guevara we need, because Guevara went crazy in his damn match. Yeah, man, it, he really did, he really did. This was the Sammy that we all, uh, this was the Sammy that we all know and love, and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was just genuinely good shit. Um, you know, as it breaks down, uh... I want to say Angelo Parker um, came second. Um, I think so. I know Matt Lee came. Or no, was it Hager? No, I don't think it was Hager. No, was it, was it Hager. I know uh, Matt Lee and Hager were like later entries. Right. I think, yeah, I think you got it right. Come. Because I know Jericho didn't go in second. I know fucking. I I I, I think I think you got it right. Here, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Claudio and Sammy start the match. Uh, the next one to join is <laughs> Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Uh, wearing a bright red do rag, this shit great, was hilarious, bro. Yeah, do rag, bro. Danny, undefeated. Um, those heads are spinning, bro. Yeah, them waves. <laughs> bro, looking like do Green Goblin. Do, <laughs> oh my god, do rag, Danny's in the match, and uh, yeah, so these guys got the advantage um, to begin with. Uh, Wheeler Yuta would then end up coming in. Him and Cesaro would hit a bunch of uh, hit a bunch of combo moves. Um, yeah, very cool, very cool showing here uh, for these two. Did oh, it yeah. seem like at one point in this match, like the picks were just one after another? Kinda. I, yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I'm not sure. If I can remember, if I can remember at one point, I think Moxley came in and like or no, sorry. Hager came in and like a minute later Moxley came in. Yeah, it's like a they had the time weird. So when you get the advantage, you it's I think it's four minutes between each person, but if you get the advantage for your team, it's only two minutes. So Every oh, that minutes, makes sense. Someone from Jericho's team came in, but every four minutes, someone from, um, you know, Mox's whole team came in. So okay, that's, that's that like makes how sense. that advantage works. It, I think it was four minutes, and then the half of that was two minutes. 
Okay, that makes a lot more sense then. Yeah, that that's why sense. I kind of felt like it was just yeah. person in person, but then no one in person in person. Right. Yeah, because I thought I I was originally thinking at like the end the old NXT rules where when you get the advantage you pretty you much go just first. yeah you guys just go first. But um, yes. So after Wheeler, it was uh, Jake. Uh, we got a cool mix up with him and Cesaro. Uh, mm-hmm. crowd was chanting we the people um because these guys cesaro was a real american at one point um and jake hager was as well yeah um uh mox that would then come out then angelo parker would come out um so yes that was uh um dead there he said mm-hmm. my boy danny had the 360s he flipped me off as goaded bruh I'd love to be flicked off by Daniel Garcia. I'd be marking Damn, out. Damn, really? I'd be going crazy. And they said the sound of those European uppercuts sounded like death, bro. I, I, he spams those things a lot, but I'm sure they look great live and sound great live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, after this, Ortiz would come in. Uh, Ortiz would come in. Bald Ortiz, that is. Uh, and then, next, it was, uh, then it was Matt Lee, or Matt Menard, and after that, it was Santana, mm-hmm. and then Jericho, and then Eddie Kingston was the last one to enter the cage, and man, I, man, dude, literally, probably a good... Three minutes of mm-hmm. Santana being in the match. Oh, he gives that's... he he gives Matt Menard a uh, Saito suplex. Catches Danny Garcia. Goes to do a Yurinagi, and his knee, his left knee, buckles under him. Oh, and he was pretty much done the rest of the match. He was done. Um... I think they actually took him to the back. Like, sneakily took him to the back. Yeah. They did. That yep. sucks, man. I feel so bad for Santana, man. That That's just horrible timing. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, man. This, this match got... This match got bloody pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> Daniel Garcia, I think, was the first one to start bleeding. He was. Um, Daniel Garcia was the first one to start bleeding. Wheeler Yuta got all bloody. Matt Lee uh, just bleeds and bleeds. Um, Dude's a bleeder, bro. He definitely is. And she looks sick. John Moxley at one point pulled out, um, I think it was a screwdriver, and started driving it into his forehead. And then he got, like, uh, not chopsticks, but you know those, like, massage sticks that they, like, put into you? Yeah, he had a he whole handful of them. Just fucking he had a whole stuff. handful of them, starts stabbing Matt Lee in the forehead, and then grabs a screwdriver and is tapping them into his head more. Oh, oh my god, it was brutal. brutal. I loved it. It was so brutal. Uh, Matt Lee was choking John Moxley out with a barbed wire bat. Um, there was a point where Mox and Wheeler Yuta, I want to say... Was it Wheeler? Uh, there was 
also that table spot. Yes, it was Mox and Wheeler Yuta put out thumbtacks. Oh, yeah. Cesaro um, or Claudio undid the ring. Uh, Moxley, Moxley then, after pulling out thumbtacks, pulls out bags of broken glass. I wonder where the fuck he got that shit, bro. Uh, yes, Matt Lee was the fortunate one to uh, end up taking the um, end up taking the thumbtacks. He took a Xplex straight on his back. Oh, Ugh. shit was brutal, bro. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Angelo Parker got thrown <laughs> through the scaffolding in the middle <laughs> of each rings and was hanging there upside down with blood streaming down his face. Um, that was sick-ass image. It was. It really was. It genuinely was. Yeah, there was a spot with... There was a spot, like I said, where Hager uh, went through the tables. Uh, fire extinguishers of the face of Eddie Kingston. Um, yeah, man, it was... There, there was also a spot where Ruby Soho came out to mm-hmm. stop Ty Conti from getting in the cage. So that garnered a pop because I don't really oh think anybody God, wanted bro. to see... I don't really think anybody wanted to see Ty Conti get in the cage. Mm-hmm. Who the hell was it? I think it was Taz. Taz and fucking JR. JR kept calling fucking Claudio Ruby Cesaro. Riot. And then fucking, yeah, and then Taz calls fucking Ruby, fucking Ruby Riot. They, they were all fucking up, bruh. They, they were all fucking up, bruh. Fucking JR was fucking calling Claudio Cesaro after fucking match. Fucking... <laughs> Like, bro, talking about Ruby Riot, dude. Taz gets too hyped when it comes to Ruby, bro. Good lord, that man oh, does. And you <laughs> can tell he like slows down. Mm-hmm. He like slows down as he says Riot because he knows he's fucking up. Oh yeah, he's like Ruby, Ruby Riot, Ru- Ruby's Ru- Ruby Show. Oh, <laughs> bro, bro, just too hyped, bro. Bro, just gets too damn hyped. Bro, he does. Um, yeah, man, there was a spot with the walls of Jericho mm-hmm. uh, to John Moxley, and he's just driving him on top of the thumbtacks. There was a spot, I believe John Moxley gave it to, I could be wrong, but I want to say Angelo Parker, that broken glass I was talking about. Somebody took a spike pile driver right on it. Um I want to say it was Angelo Parker, or it might have been Matt Menard. I think it might have been Matt, because I think when Parker got sent to that to the outside, basically, and was hanging upside down, I think he was just there the rest of the match. I it might have been Daniel think... Garcia then, because oh, I remember somebody would... I think it was somebody that had shorter hair, but it could have been yeah. Matt Lee. It could have been Matt been, Lee. I... But I, I think it might have been Garcia. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yes, then... Jericho, you know, from Ty Conti opening the cage, makes his way to the top. And who is to follow him? Eddie Kingston. Jericho starts crawling away, thinking he's in the clear. And, uh, uh, you know, Eddie starts beating him up. As Eddie is uh, whooping up on Jericho's ass, Sammy Guevara follows him right back up there Mm -hmm. and attacks Eddie. He brings Eddie over to the edge of the cage to throw him off. And Eddie counters it and ends up throwing, uh, throwing. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, good Lord. I don't remember that one, bro. What? He he ends up throwing 
Sammy Guevara off the cage in what was a <laughs> and what was a very very beautiful fall. Um, my man just embraces it, man. He just goes oh, bro, flying off amazing. that damn cage. It is um, it is uh, just uh, it's great. It really is, man. It's great. Um. Uh, Jericho and Kingston would continue fighting on the cage. Claudio would then get up there and Matt Lee would follow him. And Claudio would then start giving the Cesaro swing to Chris Jericho uh, on top of the cage. Crowd's going nuts. He would go to put him in the sharpshooter and get that reversed by good old Matt Menard. <laughs> and um, Claudio then gets Matt Menard into the... Um, Sharpshooter, as Eddie Kingston has him in that uh, arm wrench. I don't really know what you call that. It was what he beat him yeah. with that revolution. Um, and Eddie has Jericho in it, and he's wrenching on his arm, and and Eddie has Eddie is looking forward, and Claudio's right behind him doing the sharpshooter. He can't see Claudio. He's waiting for. He's waiting for him to tap. He's waiting for Jericho to tap, and he hears the bell ring. And he just turns around and sees Matt Lee tapping out to the sharpshooter. Eddie gets all pissed off because he wanted to humiliate Chris Jericho. And, yeah, man, that was done perfectly because we're not putting front that we want to continue. Um, exactly. That we want to continue some kind of friendship between these two groups. Eddie Kingston is clearly a loner, uh, except for when it comes to his boys, uh, Santana mm -hmm. and Ortiz. And the Blackpool Combat Club needs to continue on being the Blackpool Combat Club um, once this is all said and done. Now, is this done? That I don't know. I do not know if we're going to get... I don't I don't know what comes from here, man. Do you have any guesses? Man, we get a lot, man, but... It's tough, man. It's tough. I feel... Hmm. Damn, with um, with Santana gone, that's even less people for Kingston to be around. So I feel like we might get this Kingston versus the world thing going on on the side. But I feel like we could get one more match between these two big groups. But if we do, that'll definitely be the last one. But I could also see him giving up on each other, man. But I feel like on the side of Jericho Appreciation Society, I don't know what else they would do right now that isn't feuding with them. You know what I mean? So, I, I'm not sure. I could see them having another match, but uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um... I don't know. I don't know. Um, I want to say no because John Moxley is the world champion now, so we're in a yeah, bit true. different circumstances. Had had he not been world champion, I would probably say you know yeah. we do this for one more match, but. We probably, we're probably at the time 
of the year where we kind of got to start getting him ready for all out and kind of what he's going to do at all out, who he's going to face, you know, so. They don't really it, got the uh, ability to do that again. Probably not. Exactly. Exactly, man. Uh, but, um, they could always continue it when Danielson comes back and kind of just let Moxley do his own thing. Um, so, it should be interesting. Eddie Kingston looked very pissed. Uh, towards the end of the match, he kind of sucked it up and, you know... Was, started celebrating. Yeah, started celebrating with everybody. But, um, yeah, man, it was uh, it was a very good blood and guts. This was definitely the best one they've ever done. Last year's was good, but had a very disappointing ending as to where this year. I really enjoyed the ending of it. Um, definitely, I really liked the storytelling that they implemented into it with... Eddie Kingston still not getting the redemption on Chris Jericho. Um, so, um, for that, I could see. For that, I could see something, something more happening. But I think it's gonna have to be a little different, man, because John Moxley is the world champ now. So, you know, either they wait till Danielson gets back, or um, they kind of just continue it without him. I don't really think. There's, uh, I don't really think there can be a spot for Eddie Kingston, um, no. or sorry, John Moxley in this feud anymore. Yeah. I think he just needs to be doing more, uh, important things being that now he is, he is the world champ, man. So, and plus, yeah. he is still overall boys on TV with, you know, Eddie Kingston and with Mox, you know, them not liking each other. I feel like that could be better for that feud anyway if Mox is kind of just on his own doing his own little thing while that's going on because him feuding the hell out of that feud with Mox being in it could make it awkward yeah totally totally uh also next week we have a street fight for the yeah. TNT championship uh, with Sky and Wardlow should be interesting to see and then <laughs> we got to talk about this Young Buck segment Mm, forgot to mention this the bucks were sitting in the back before blood and guts came on and they they said all of our friends are gone we got no uh what they say we got no um no bobby he's not cleared Mm -hmm. to compete no kyle he's not cleared to compete no adam he's not cleared to compete said where did all our friends go they said, we don't relate to anybody around here. And then Matt says, well, there is one guy. And they kind of pause, look at each other. And then they just completely broke it. It was like, oh, these championships. Man, oh, man. Love it. We bro. know who and the one guy is. And it's not the American hero. No. Cody and it was real on BT today. The what I'm presuming the last segment of BT today was Matt of the Young Bucks outside on his phone uh, typing up a text he didn't send yet to Hangman Page, which read, <clears throat> "Hey man, I think it's time we talk. Can we just forget about the past couple years or the last couple years? You're one of our best friends, and I feel like we just need to have one conversation. It could fix all of this. I love you, dude." And he didn't send the text. Man, oh man. I, I love that I shit. Love it. 
This is the kind um, of shit I want to see on Being the Elite, bro. I, is, I, I love that. I love that. The Bucks are the greatest tag team in the world. Um, the greatest tag team ever, in my opinion. In my humble mm-hmm. opinion. Same. I think they're the greatest tag they're team goats. ever. They are so underappreciated. It's criminal. And them paired with uh, one of the most over-wrestlers on the planet is... and. The storytelling they've took us through to get here, nobody <laughs> nobody else could have done that as perfect as the Young Bucks. Um, Truly, bro. Incredible. Incredible. Fucking I love it. I, I gotta man. watch that, man. I gotta watch that. That sounds fucking awesome. That shit's heat, bro. That um, shit really... Speaking of the Bucks, uh, they did beat uh, Goto and Yoshihashi on uh, Rampage. We are getting um, a alliance between Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm, and they're calling him Thunderstorm, which is a very cool play on words. <laughs> um, and yeah, they're going to be facing the tag team that I call the bigger problem. That is Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir, because I tweeted this out. If Marina Shafir is the problem, Nyla Rose makes this problem a whole lot bigger. This is a huge problem at this point. The the huge problem, the big problem, whatever the fuck you want to call them, the bigger problem. These two as a pair is a huge fucking problem for AEW television. What the hell is that? You put the two worst women on this fucking roster together. They truly are a bigger problem, bro. Like, dude, they suck. (sighs) And how is Nyla Rose number one contender again, bruh? Fucking kill me. Stop it, bruh. Just stop it. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so the Bucks beat them. We're getting this pairing, and the Royal Rampage is won by none other than Brody King. So... This this week on Dynamite, we got um, John Moxley versus uh, we got John Moxley versus um, Brody King for the AEW yeah. World Championship. Man, it's so a fun match. Yes, gonna be very cool. Going to be very cool to see. And yeah, um, yeah, man, it's just gonna be sick. Brody King is uh, fantastic. As is John Moxley, man. So that is uh, that was the week of AEW television, and man, am I excited for man, am I excited for the Hung Bucks? Oh, I am truly, so man. fucking excited for the I Hung can't Bucks, fucking man. Wait. That shit's gonna go nuts, bro. That shit's gonna go crazy. It is, man. It is, and I love the uh, storytelling that they are uh, implementing into this, and. Yeah, I gotta watch that segment, man. That sounds that sounds fucking incredible. That and sounds a lot incredible. Of might not agree. I don't know how the general consensus of this be would be, but the inaugural, uh, fucking trios, trios titles champions, gotta be the Hong Bucks, bro. That's how they fully come together again, winning those trios titles. I think that'd be awesome. That shit would go nuts, bro. Because, and it would be so cool because, do you remember when we had Bucks versus Hangman and Kenny? How Mm -hmm. 
Hangman was so set on. He wanted to win these titles so bad. He wanted to be a champion in AEW so bad. And the Bucks are so quick to want to take that from him. Oh, I yeah. think it, I think the story of those guys winning something they can all celebrate together it's would just perfect, be man. Uh, so, so fucking cool. I, I love that, man. I would really love that. That's how they got to do it, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome, man. All right, speaking of awesome, Sunday <laughs> Night Raw. God, so a lot how of shit. How <laughs> did this go down? I'm ready. And it wasn't fun, but so it wasn't like a lot of stuff to talk about. It's just a bunch of shitty things put together, bro. Which is mm. your usual raw, but so raw starts off. Bobby Lashley cuts a promo, okay. comes out. Crowd's actually hype as fuck. Crowd was giving him a great reaction during his promo. Um, he was great looking at what he was doing, he, and he's having the time of his life and. Bobby Lashley was 100% the best part of all out, all throughout tonight. So, you know, he's talking, he's talking. Just, you know, welcome to Monday. I always want to do this. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. He didn't have any shit. Um, I don't. And then Theory comes out. <gasps> and basically, <laughs> he just says he still owed his U.S. title rematch. And he wants it at SummerSlam. So... It, it is set and papered down. Theory versus Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. Rematch for the U.S. title. Fun. That, that, that's just fun. And that's really all that came with that starting segment. They just set that fucking rematch up for SummerSlam. Rematch city. Probably Summer really Slam. is, bro. Oh, God. All right. And then The Miz. <gasps> I think he, the Miz had a match at one point tonight, but all the only important thing that the Miz did was, I think after his match or something backstage, he issued his challenge, his ultimatum to Logan Paul. Let me read what the fuck this idiot said. Logan Paul, accept my offer, and we will become WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions. But if you don't, I'll be relentless. I'll make you earn everything. And you'll be humbled. At Mike the Miz gives Logan Paul an ultimatum on Raw. So, either Logan Paul has to accept and team with the Miz, or the Miz is going to feud with him. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's better than fucking Miz TV. I'll give the motherfucker that. I don't have to. No one had to sit through Miz TV, which is nice. But what's probably gonna happen with that shit? I can see Logan Paul coming out, pretending like he accepted the deal, and just start beating up the Miz for a babyface reaction. Good lord, this you signed Logan Paul, and this is what you delegate him to the Miz. Good lord, I feel bad for Logan Paul. That's who I feel bad for. Good lord. <laughs> Hey man, check it out. <laughs> what we up? Got fresh news turning baby face on us. Oh shit. It? Well, fresh news. We know you're just a troll, bro. We know whose side you're really on, bro. <laughs> we, uh, you, you can't fool me. I, I've seen that. I've seen that talk before. Yeah, bro. Now he's an angel, Mark. Oh, he's, he's officially a baby face, just like our other troll. 
Just like our other troll, bruh. Come on. We, we no, know, bruh. You are. We know. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, he... <sighs> Good lord. And then, yeah. after that, we got the... Eddie Guerrero tribute huh? match for Mysterios versus oh. the Judgment Day. Or what the, you wait, see what? How the fuck is that? Wait. How the f <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> how the fuck is that an Eddie Guerrero tribute match? Because it's the Mysterios. <laughs> okay, so anytime you just fucking throw a Mexican that fucking used to know Eddie Guerrero in the ring, it's it's an Eddie Guerrero tribute match, I guess. Um did. And they Makes did, sense. In the match, they uh, the Mysterios did the chair thing to Finn, where they, Finn. you know, pretend to be a chair. No, where they pretend oh, to be with chair oh. while it's in Finn's hands, and the ref gets... Gotcha. Yeah. And, bro, do you see Finn? I seen he had... I seen he was wearing tights. I yeah, did see that. Yeah, they got this man in full leather fucking pants. Dude looks goofy as shit. But... Yeah, and then he has, like, right. a purple... Like, you know how when they Bandana have like hanging the off. I yeah, yep. Bro looks fucking stupid, bro. Bro looks Man, like he's trying idiot. to audition to be a fucking Hardy boy. They really, really, they're trying to dress him up as Edge. <laughs> they really are, bro. All you need to do is pass the trial, bro. If you can drink and drive, you win, bro. You win the Hardy Boys. But um. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, bro. I had to. But Eddie Guerrero influence will live forever in the Mysterio's tribute match to them to him. Don't know how the fuck that's a tribute match, but God, I wish you could see my face. <laughs> <laughs> Who the and fuck then, said that? Did someone say that? Yeah, it's yeah. They said it backstage and shit. They're they're talking oh. about it backstage. Hulu, and then. Afterwards, you know, after, you know, Judge, uh, Judgment Day lost the match because of the, you know, Ed, Here, let uh, me chair spot. Mm -hmm. Eddie, let me see when his birthday, because I know his death day is my birthday. So I know, <laughs> okay, his fucking birthday is in October. Why would you, why are you doing an Eddie Guerrero tribute match on July 4th? Dude. Who fucking knows? Dude, bro. on Cinco de Mayo or something. I think that would make more sense. Fucking the 4th of July. Why don't you do July. like a Kurt Angle tribute match or something? Yeah, I think something. that'd make more sense. Cozy Jake Rose Hager tribute match or something? Fucking A, man. I, I have no clue. And then, you know, since, you know, Judgment Day lost the match because of the chair spot. Um, the Mellum series were talking about Eddie Guerrero backstage. They Judgment Day just attacked him. So that that you know, that's that. And then we get a sneak peek into the the Fourth of July party backstage. Oh I fucking hate those. Oh thank god I miss Raw tonight again. I'm so <laughs> and sorry. It's the Street Profits talking to the Alpha Academy and uh, they're just talking shit. And I don't know who started the fucking challenge. I think it was... I wonder what they're really talking about. <laughs> they're probably talking about how much this shit fucking sucks. You guys see Dude. Forbidden Door or what? That's, oh, that shit was crazy, bro. You, you seen Cesaro, Claudio? You see guys see Blood and Guts? <laughs> that shit was crazy, what, man. What I wish I could think? go do that. What y'all think about that? Man. Oh, good lord. What, what the fuck did 
King, not Kingpin. What the fuck? What the fuck did um? Oh yeah. So I don't know if it was Street oh, Profits God. or Alpha Academy who started the challenge. I think it was Street Profits because that segment ended with Montez Ford slapping Chad Gable with a hot dog, and Chad Gable, wait, quote, wait. quote well, hold yep. on. Did you? Yep. Chad Gable was smacked with a hot dog. With a, and it gets worse. So oh, no. Montez Ford slapped him with a hot dog, and then Chad Gable, quote unquote, says he smacked me with the glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he smacked you with what, bro? He, he smacked him with the glizzy, bro. I'll send it to the group chat just so you can hear later, oh, bro. Oh but... my fucking god, man! So that set up the mat, the match, the six man. I don't know how this turned into a six man, but it did. It was Street Profits and Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory and Alpha Academy. Okay. Good lord! And sad part is, this was the best thing I found tonight was that six man. But I'll get into why. So, uh, what else happened next? Um. I think next with the Liv Morgan thing happened. Liv Morgan came out to celebrate her title win. She said, "I, you know, fans were chanting, you deserve it. She said, no, we deserve it. And then Natalia came out and told Liv that she deserved the SmackDown Women's Championship match, even though she lost fucking two days ago. And then... Fucking lost. Either Carmella or Bianca came out. And all I know is that this whole promo thing turned into Liv and Bianca versus Natalia and Carmella. And the champions won. The baby faces won. And they just celebrated their championships, I guess. It, random as fuck. <sighs> Don't know why, man. Don't know why. And then... Um, what I turned on my TV to when I started watching Raw. Yeah. What's whatever up? Happened, whatever happened to fucking Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo? Oh, yeah. That's true. Man, they really forgot about their ass, bro. Goddamn. Oh, smacked me with the glizzy. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> he? He smacked him with the glizzy, bro. Good lord. Ooh. And then... <laughs> 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 Oh jeez! Oh, with that. Ugh, stop it! Glizzy, <laughs> but um, and then when I turned on my TV too was um the the match of match of the century man, Ezekiel versus oh. Seth Rollins. What? Get this Dude, fucking guy in AEW, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, that's what I was thinking, bro. And I thought it, it, the Zeke was about to win. He didn't. Seth just won the match. and just. So, I mm-hmm. seen a video of Ezekiel accidentally squirting ketchup all over Seth Rollins' uh, bit. Uh, I think that's how the match started. I didn't catch that backstage segment, but... I think that's how they set up the match is he fucked up his outfit and had a match later in the night. And then after Seth won the match, he, was walk- he started to walk back, turned around and just started beating the shit out of Ezekiel. And just that 
that's where that ended, man. <sighs> man. I really want to know what kind of Cody Rhodes promo we get a, we would have got tonight. Oh, I, I really want to know. He would have been crying, talking about his fucking dad and his fucking daughter and his fucking wife and his fucking dog. Who knows? Who knows, <laughs> man? <laughs> and the next thing I see, next thing we get is the hot dog eating contest. They don't even, like, show it. They show, like, two seconds. Not two seconds, mm. but they show the end of it. They, they just got, like, fucking four hot dogs on a plate, and they're eating those, and they're pretending they had a whole contest off camera, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the contest is between Dawkins and um, Otis, and it ended with Otis with 28 hot dogs. I think it was 28, something like that. Dawkins with 23, and they said, the winner, what the fuck is his name? Akira Tozawa, and the camera just pans to the right to where uh, an empty plate in front of Akira Tozawa, and it, they just said he ate 48 hot dogs, and he just won that contest. And that's when they started to, you know, say, you know, Otis started to say, oh, I don't feel so good, and started, you know, rubbing his stomach, and he's like, oh, I don't feel good. Austin Theory came up behind them and yeah, said, no, you guys ready for the match? Ass. The fuck do you eat 34 <laughs> hot dogs for? <laughs> oh, literally. Bro, you don't... Bro. Oh, bro. Bro, down in the fuck out them glizzies, bro. And they go fucking have a match. Like, bro, what? You asking the fucking puke, man. And then Austin Theory comes up, ready for the match. And then, you know, we're just like, oh, I really don't feel good, guys. And then next up, is the six man, Bobby Lashley and Street Profits versus Theory and fucking um, uh, Alpha Academy and man, I do have to say Bobby Lashley and Street Profits work amazing together. That was a great trio. They really were, man. They were doing some cool ass shit. Fucking in the match, man. Fucking Dawkins. Well. Bobby Lashley, like, went low. Dawkins jumped over him and then jumped, um, did, like, this fucking sick ass. You know, he jumped over the ropes. It was sick. Um, him and Montez Ford were doing cool spots together. I gotta say, that was a cool-ass trio, bro. They broke up the Hurt Business. If they want to keep Bobby Lashley relevant because they can't do it with him as singles because it's WWE, put that trio together, bro. I'm down for that shit. That was a great trio. In that little match, bro. I gotta say, that shit was heat. They, they work very well together. And Bobby Lashley was having so much fun. I ain't never seen that man have so much fun. He was smiling. He was marking out. He, he was he was having a blast, man. That, 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 was, that was cool. That was cool, man. And then... Alpha Academy were just there, I guess. Theory was just there. Just... They didn't show anything special. Shocker. Um, and uh, the team of uh, Bobby Lashley and True Profits just ended up winning the match. Norm normal way of winning it. Um, I do like how in commentary they were hyping up Dawkins, too. I do got to say that, too. They, I forgot who the fuck mentioned it, but someone on commentary mentioned that there has been a lot of hype about Montez Ford recently. But don't sleep on Angelo Dawkins. And he 
was just doing cool shit. So I do like how they've been treating, how they've been mentioning that Dawkins isn't just a guy either, which I liked because people have been talking about the Montez Ford single run for a minute now. And I like the pairing of the Street Profits. They don't use them good because they make them goofy as hell, but Angelo Dawkins. When they're serious, it's great. When they're serious, they're great, man. When he talks... He's a better talker for sure. Exactly. That's why I don't want him to break up. Angelo Dawkins, the great talker. He's good. And Montez Ford is Montez Ford. He does cool Montez Ford things, man. So I like that duo, man. And I like this trio, man. But um the match ends and fucking Otis comes fucking stumbling in the goddamn ring. He's fucking, he's walking like Hardy, bruh. Bro walking like <laughs> Jeff, man. <laughs> and he just fucking, just, he saw the gift. Everyone saw the fucking gift. Just fucking pukes. Oh, that shit was nasty as hell, bruh. And, bro, I forgot what commentator. I think it was Saxton. It might have been Saxton. Bro told him to get a garbage can. You could hear him telling him to get a garbage can. Bro told him, oh, who? Get a garbage can. Bro was about to fucking puke his ass off, bro. That shit was nasty as hell, bro. What's with Vince and just weird or gross shit that makes him laugh? Like, bro, how sick do you gotta be that puking makes you laugh, bro? That shit mad weird, man. That shit mad weird. Um, But that, that was the end of that. That was the only, like, enjoyable part was the match itself. That That... That that team was cool. That I will say, that little team was uh was pretty cool, man. And then what the fuck happened next? Oh yeah, and then we got AJ Styles versus the Miz. Okay, so this is the Miz match that preceded what Miz Miz did later in the night about Logan Paul, but we get AJ Styles and the Miz, and AJ Styles loses the match because of Champa interference, and the Champa shakes Miz's hand. And joins the Miz. Which, if Miz wants to go team with Logan Paul, how does Champa fit in that? Like, first of all, I make no sense. And this is where you delegate Tommaso Champa to being the Miz's insurance policy. I don't, I don't think they call them that, but they fucking will. They're, they're making him butch. They're making Champa Miz's butch. He shook hands with the Miz, and now they're gonna be a thing. Why, man? Why? Uh, and yeah, and then just, go ahead. Oh, <clears throat> I was just gonna say, man. Then, uh, then you wonder why nobody succeeds. Exactly. Do you honestly feel by putting Champa with the Miz that is the beneficial move for that man's career? Exactly. That is fucking atrocious. Champa that man is leagues nobody. better than the Miz. No. Bro, that man could have debuted on the main roster, instant attack someone, and been a star instantly, bro. Champa mm. just got it like that, bro. He just does. The Miz don't. That shit ain't right, man. That, that shit's sad, man. That shit really is. One thing I forgot to mention about the Seth and Ezekiel thing. While Seth was attacking Ezekiel, um, 
Matt, not Matt Hardy, what the fuck? Um, Matt Riddle or, or Riddle came up and an RKO'd fucking um, Seth. And I guess they're going to set up that as a feud now. That's what it looks like. Matt Riddle and Seth, which is at least something, someone good for Seth to face for yeah. some time being, man. Which, because good Lord, does he, he, he deserve just a, just a feud, man. Good Lord. Good fucking Lord. And then, what the hell happened on this show? What was the last thing? I think there was like two more things. Um, oh yeah, okay, okay. And then, okay, so, all of a sudden, there's like American tribes that just pop up. And then, you just see R-Truth walk out there, dressed as Uncle Sam. And he goes out. You know, he goes to the ring, and he starts talking about, can we get a USA chant? Can we get this? My name's Uncle Sam. Goofy-ass shit. And then you just hear Ludwig come on the mic and just start saying his weird stick of, here's a man you guys can cheer for, and just his weird shit. Dude, I hate the way they make that man talk. Make him talk so fucking weird. Mm. I fucking hate him, man. And then fucking Gunter comes out. <laughs> fucking just walks in the ring, man. And I do they even technically have a match? I didn't think they technically had a match. They might have. They might have won the bell. I'm not fucking sure, man. I'm not fucking sure. But Gunther just beats up R-Truth and just beats him up. And that was the end of that. Why? And they mentioned it on commentary. I forgot. I think it was Saxton, of course. But he's like, oh, what a treat from SmackDown. We get the Intercontinental Champion, Gunter. Dude, there was so much SmackDown shit on this damn episode of Raw. What yeah. is the point of, Survi of Survivor Series, bro? Like, dude, we had Liv Morgan and then Natalia trying to challenge Liv Morgan. Then, then we got Gunter. Like, the fuck is the point? The, what is the point of SmackDown? Dude, this shit's just ass, Honestly, man. And then, horrible, man. Oh, yeah, man. Terrible, man. And then Becky comes out to set, you know, because cause the main event was Asuka and Becky Lynch in a no-hold-barred match for a shot at um, Bianca Belair. I don't know if it's at SummerSlam. I think it was. They just said for a shot at Bianca Belair, so I'm guessing SummerSlam. But right after Becky comes out, they play a three-minute promo package for Reigns and Brock trying to hype up the fucking match. And I, I'm just sitting through No one through fucking it. cares, man. Bro, exactly. I'm just thinking, bro. They're talking about in the fucking... I, I swear I heard oh, all of this has been built to this match. Bro, how many times you got to build to this fucking match? How many times has, has it all led to this? Yeah. Dude, it all led to this fucking six years ago. Dude, cut the shit, man. Three-minute promo package. For what? For a match we've seen nine goddamn times. Well, eight times. Now it's going to be nine. Good Lord, man. Good Lord. And then the main event of Raw... Oscar and Bianca and 
and Becky in an old hard match to face Bianca Belair. And it was it was a whole it was a WWE no holds barred match. I think there was a table spot. Oh, um, I think that might have been the only spot I remember. Was there any other spot? Let me let me let me see. Was there any other spot besides the um, table spot? Uh, they hit each other with um, garbage cans. Um, Asuka did bring out like one of those like Japanese umbrellas. You know that they spin around. I think she was hitting her with one of those, yeah. um, and um, Becky just won the match. So <laughs> it's Becky and Bianca again, and I think that was it on Monday Night Raw. I don't think anything else happened. I don't think I missed anything else. Um, there was there was the Edge or the Bray Wyatt vignette. <laughs> And other than that, that that was fucking raw, man. It was just fucking raw. Fuck Dude, Christ, that sounds awful. Dude, it it really was, bro. It really was. Just well, half of it was boring. That six man was fun because of the one team and that whole fucking backstage. Dude, I hate when they have those backstage parties that they cut to or some shit. I always hate that shit, bro. It's always so pointless and just stupid. Like, yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is, man. These people could be at home with their fucking families. Meanwhile, they, they're here on at Raw. And like, bro, getting smacked by fucking blizzies. Going to fucking Gable, <laughs> bro, dude. It's just terrible television, man. It really is just bad television. Uh, I, don't get right. it, bro. I don't even know what to say, man. That just sounded fucking horrible. <laughs> it was just a bad episode of Raw. I mean, which one isn't? But good lord, I just sat there just thinking, bro. Like this shit ass. <laughs> <laughs> like this shit was just ass, bro. It's not. It's not even get angry, man. It, it was a little bit laugh mad, bad, but yeah, it was just bad. It would just happen, and it just wasn't good, man. The fucking Eddie Guerrero tribute match on <laughs> July 4th. The on fucking hell? Independence Day, for whatever fucking reason, man. Had fucking Gunter come out, fucking, it fucking cop dog eating contest. Like, bro, what is all this shit, bro? What is this? I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. This shit, this shit's ass. Good fucking God. Um, yeah, so that was the week of Raw, man, presented to us by Sir K. So thank you for taking the sacrifice tonight, my man. I genuinely appreciate it, because that sounded like fucking torture. Dude, um, dude, every week I just sit in this goddamn chair and just fucking just sit here and wallow while I'm watching Raw. Especially <laughs> when, like, you don't, so I kind of have to pay attention more than usual I'm like, this shit sucks. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, you gotta love some good old fashioned raw. Just man. gotta love it, man. It's just so there. Christ. Well, yeah, man. That is, um, that's everything that for the me. Week, the only thing I gotta say about raw is. 
good fucking god. <laughs> what is that, man? Ugh, it's just um why? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I had the uh, pl- uh the pleasure of uh, yeah. missing missing it. this. Thank God, man. I wish I could have. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and then we also got the debut on Friday of Marseille and Mansois of the maximum male models. Fuck that me, man. is so ass. Dude, that shit's straight Dude, straight ass, bro. That shit really what? is. This man, LA Knight, genuinely said these were gonna be WrestleMania main eventers. Roman yeah. Reigns versus Massey. John Cena versus Mansois. Can you imagine anything like that? God damn. Good lord, man. What, what is that gimmick? Male model gimmick? Why? Just let them be people. <laughs> they just be people, bruh. Good lord. So I don't get it, man. Unbelievably awful. What an awful week of wrestling for WWE. Of course, um, man. Of course. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> unbelievable. Sucks. Unbelievable, man. But that is going to do it for this 4th of July edition episode of Unscripted, man. That is going to do it for episode 98 of Unscripted, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's all I got for the week, man. That's all we got to go over for the week of wrestling. Should be a very interesting episode coming up this week to see if Hordlow finally captures this championship. And, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be very interesting, man. Um, and uh, the progression of the Bucks and Hangman. So it's, it's going to be good. And, uh, yeah, yeah, man, that is going to do it for this edition of the Detroit Seals Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And uh, Sir Kay. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. That is going to do it for episode 98 of Notorious Unscripted. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for everybody for stopping by and uh, giving us some of your time on uh, the on this 4th of July holiday, man. We always love spending it, or at least a portion of it, with you guys, man. So, with that being said, like I said, man, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Friday with the news. Peace.